Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Live and in the room, the little room. Live and in the room, everybody. I love the setup. It's nice, right? It's intimate. Anytime I can get to be a little bit closer to you. Closer than close. Closer. <laughs> I want to be near you. <laughs> That's how you know we grew up in the 90s. <laughs> I was R&B. born in the 90s. R&B, son. R&B is By the way, I did, grow, I did grow up with some R&B. I just don't know the names. Gotcha. But if you say the song, it's like, oh yeah, that song. Bro. I, I grew we, up with I Chris Brown. Like, Okay. Oh, bro, heck yeah. I grew up with... Uh, is your man? man? No. Is your man on the floor? I grew wow. up with... If no. Hey. no. <laughs> Let him know. Oh. That's, that's not R&B, though. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it is. is R&B. Yes. Hmm. R&B. Wait, Eric. What How is the girl's name? Jordan, Jordan Sparks. Sparks. Jordan Sparks, Can yeah. I be with no air? Oh, uh, let's go. Okay. First R&B song jumps in here. Go right now. Uh, the the one where um, uh, Chris Brown's Dancing in the Rain. Sing it. Um... I can't. <laughs> wow. He can just visualize it. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to help me out. I was like, uh... Go, Dana. Uh, boys to Men? Which one? Oh, I know Boys to Men. Boys to Men, back again. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. That's what came in boys my head. To men, boys to Men is classic. Da-da-da-da. If you're yeah. a young adult and you don't know Boys to Men... You probably shouldn't because it might. You're a young adult. <laughs> yeah, you probably. Yeah. We're, we're an old adult. <laughs> You're in college. That's why. Can we go back to the days our love was strong? Yeah. I do know that song. For real? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me how a perfect love goes wrong? Can somebody tell me how I give it the way they used to be? What happened to that music, huh? What Bro, happened? you know what? what? Honestly, they honestly. No, we stopped loving. Oof. We stopped loving and everything became instant gratification. I make it heavy right away. It's like, chill, bro. <laughs> this is what it is. is I got a word. <laughs> And then we get songs like No, 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 no No, for real Wow that, that, Dude, you know that one? No, what is you it? You got bumped no. Like a truck tra- tra- I wasn't gonna tra- sing tra- it tra- 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 We all know what that is I don't Because I'm holy <laughs> Wow Dude, Actually, this, this podcast okay. went south Hold on I'm gonna baptize Look us real up. quick Come here I'm gonna, I'm gonna baptize everybody real quick We, we have to get oh, baptized gosh. Oh my gosh There are some Sister questions. Diana <laughs> you made Whoa. me blush. I'm trying to move the conversation. <laughs> Anyways, I said we end up with songs like that. Yes, you're right. You're right. Here's I think here's what happened. But we don't love. We don't love. And we're not willing to wait for love. Mm. That's what it is. Because it's all gratification instantly right now. Right? Like, let me get it. Let me blah, 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 whatever. Right? And then, then it's just, <laughs> I sound like someone's grandpa. <laughs> or a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then there's no, there, there's no anticipation or imagination anymore. Mm. It's all about give it to me right now. Right, right, right. Right? And I think what happens is when there's, when there's anticipation, expectation, and imagination, it, it, that drives creativity and longing yeah, yeah. in the best way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think that's why I, that's why there aren't real love songs anymore. There's just mm. sex songs. Yeah, come on. Wow. 
Right. Well, this was a per- no, no, no. But this is but this is perfect though. This is perfect. Why? Because we're not willing to wait anymore. We're, we're like we're like I, I think the waiting game literally makes the heart grow fonder. Like, yeah, dude, okay, sure. let's tell our story a little bit, right? Wh- which maybe this is the residual of having done a pop up <laughs> on relationships Last on night. a Tuesday night on Je- June thirteenth. Right? So you're listening to this on a Friday, June 19th. No, no. Uh, 16th. June 16th. Yeah. Um, but on June 13th, we had a pop-up. We're talking relationships, blah, blah, blah. So maybe this is just the residual, right? But like, <clears throat> I love our story because we didn't grow up and we didn't fall in love and pursue each other in a time of instant. All right. You know, like- it Took bro, a while. Bro, text messages? Do tell. Text messages. God, I'm going to date us real quick, but whatever. <laughs> but text messages used to cost a dollar fifty. Oh my god! I know the bro. year, dog. <laughs> text messages, yes or no? I mean, I don't bro, know that. Bro, a dollar fifty. If you went over your plan, and like I remember Diana's first cell phone cell phone plan had like three hundred minutes and oh like a hundred text messages. Right? How do you remember that? I just remember this because you so were like random. you were you were everything to me. You Aww. are everything to me. So I remember all these details, bro. So what I don't remember bills, guys. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know what we did, bro? We um. And then we 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 didn't have access to email because there was an internet at your house. So either you went to the computer lab at school, <laughs> right? Um. This is like before America Online. This is about America Online before you got the AOL CD in the mail. Yeah. Before. M- like, what is it? Instant messenger. M- MSN, yeah. M- you know, messenger. Messenger. Yeah. Um, we would write letters. Yeah. Right. And I remember I would call Diana with my with my long distance calling card. Yeah, for sure. Right. And she said, "Oh, I just I wrote you a letter. It's in the mail." <laughs> and you know what I did? I lived every day and with anticipation. Come on. Hoping that that would be the day that the letter from the girl I loved would be in the mail. And every day, because of anticipation and expectation, there was purpose to my day. Yeah. And it's just something that fueled me. Yeah. Right? That's a true story. I to remember- go to the mailbox. Dude, and then like you would, you would write like the greatest letters, and then she would like write them in like, <laughs> like this. Like, would you like, decorate? Yeah, I would write them like, very difficult to read. So, oh, yeah. Hey. So I had to turn <laughs> yeah. it, dude. I had, oh, turn the, I had to turn the letter. I needed it was to make crazy. it worthwhile. Yes. Dude, we, you bring, can, we, can we bring stamps back? <laughs> dude, the other day I went to buy one stamp and they only sell them like in packs now. I'm like, what am I going to do when with all these stamps? When will you ever use a stamp? Yeah, For yeah, real. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Was, I was a baller, bro. I would go take the tags off of like polo shirts or like Nautica shirts. Nautica. Bro, bro, bro look, at this baller, <laughs> look at this baller move. So it was like Ralph Lauren, right? And I would take the I would take the Ralph Lauren tag and I would put it on top of a paper and I would I would tape it and I would make copies of it. So it's like so Ralph. I had bro I had Ralph Lauren stationery, son. <laughs> no way, bro. And he would put like cologne on it. <laughs> Legit baller status, right? Yeah, um, we did that for about a year. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but I think there's just something to be said about living with anticipation. Yeah, where we're in such a rush, right? And look, let's just let's just bring the let's just bring the conversation into alignment. We're talking. This is week three, week three, yeah, yeah. week three, right? Yeah. That we're talking on <clears throat> how to live a life of rest. Yep. I think that a lot of times we're so restless mm-hmm. because we're not willing to enjoy the wait, mm. right? 
Patience is not waiting. Patience is how you choose to wait. Yeah. And we're called to live lives of patience, right? And endurance and stamina, et cetera. But I think that a friend of patience is hope. Mm. And that's really where I wanted us to land today. Right? I was hopeful. I didn't, dude, there was no tracking numbers to Diana's letters. You know, all, oh, the, you bro, just here, we're, bro, bro, we're, we're just going to get, we're going to get mad churchy. Let's do it. But my, I'm, I'm going to try not to get preachy. Okay. But, but okay. okay. All I had, all I had was Diana's word. That's all I had. How can you not get preachy with this? Right? <laughs> but listen, 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 listen. All, all I had was Diana's word on a phone. Hey, babe. The letter's in the mail. I didn't know the faithfulness or integrity of the mailman who picked up the card. I didn't know the faithfulness and integrity of the people at the processing center who were processing the letter. I didn't know the faithfulness of the mailman who delivered. I don't even know who the mailman was that delivered the letter to my house. All I knew was that a person I loved and trusted gave me a word. Yeah. Mm, come on. Just one word. Just one word. It's in the mail. And you know what that did? It stirred hope in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that hope allowed me to wait. Why? Because if she said she sent the letter, then she, it's gonna I'm going to get a letter. Yeah. So I guess one question I would ask, I think that a lot of young adults ask us, like, okay, we know God's hope. Um, well, the hope that we have in God, in, that he gave us a good future, right? And his hope is for us to prosper and have a good life. So why is it so hard for young adults to actually have the hope or believe <clears throat> in God? You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's yeah. the questions we get all the time. And they're like, okay, we hear you, but like, I want it now. Like, I'm 25. I should already be here. I should be there. Like, how? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, this is funny because this happened to me last night. So I had somebody that I get to speak into um, text me a question after our pop-up last night. And um, the question is along the lines of, is it wrong for me to expect that God would lead me to a wife when honestly, I don't know if I ever will get married? Wow. And then it says, I don't know. I don't even know how that marriage will end. Wow. So um, the, the, the question is loaded because the question says, is it wrong for me to hope? Yeah. Number one. <laughs> Number one, yeah. And then is it wrong for me to expect something when I don't even know how it's going to end up? Which means that there's a desire to know the final result at all times. At it's all like times. We, need to, <clears throat> yeah. we need to know how it ends now. For us to go through with it. Yeah, yes. before it even starts. Yes. Before it even and that's the yes. conundrum of every young adult. Like, I want to trust God. <clears throat> I hear you guys. But why can't he just tell me that it's going to be okay now? And well, then I'll go even, through the process. I don't even think it's tell me. I think, why why can't he show me exactly yeah. what it's going to be? And I'll trust the instructions, right? When you get, like, when you're building something, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and it comes with the instructions. You look at the instructions, like, okay, that's how it's going to yeah, end up. So I got to put all these pieces exactly. together because it's going to look like that picture. Unfortunately, God doesn't give you the picture. Sure, he just gives you the instructions. Unfortunately, because yeah. I think then we'd build our own yeah. structure. Well, then we wouldn't in our need own him timing. for sure. We wouldn't need him. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're Which right. That's what these companies want. They don't want you to need. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Customer that's service very does good. not want you to call. Don't it. call <laughs> us. Don't call us. We we want. We, 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 we give it to you. Everything you need. You need. Don't to call succeed. us anymore. Which I think this is such a great conversation already. Oh my gosh, um, the whole the whole priority of our existence is to have relationship with the Father and the Creator, 
right? That's the priority of existence. He doesn't exist for us. He doesn't exist for me to have my whim, yeah. yes. right? Like I'm a created being, dude. Like he created me. I exist for him. For him. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't exist for that's me. It. I think that, I think so many young adults don't really realize that and can't see further than where they are right now. Yeah. So the concept of an of eternity and of eternal God is way, like right now we are blowing people's minds. No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but just going back to the question of like hope or the, ex- like you said, there was anticipation to you getting Diana's letter. Like I think of moments of of hope in my life. Like I remember being like, um, well, most of you guys won't know this about me, but I'll share. So my dad has a business. He's always been a businessman forever. I used to work for my dad before I was in ministry. And before I was in ministry, I was about 17 years old, 18. And um, my dad had a business on this side of town and it was a distribution center. So if you guys don't know, I, I, I have fully licensed. I used to be fully licensed to drive forklift. All right. And big flex. So there I, I know, <laughs> big right? flex. But but there there was I in the middle, and I've told the story before, but there was I in the middle of like a summer in two thousand I don't know when when it was, and asking the Lord when? Mm. When, right? But then I think about the time where all, I didn't necessarily have an open door to like work in ministry or anything. At this yeah. time, when, when I actually, when I asked that question, when I had a little bit of a glimpse of how it could happen. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I had yeah, it absolutely, in. absolutely. But then I now think about Felipe, maybe 12 years old. Um, he goes to youth ministry for the first time. So he's a worship leader. He's like, he receives a call, a word. He says, this is what I'm calling you to do. Um, the expectation and the hope that that someday would come would enabled me to have a period and process of preparation for that. Yeah. But what's crazy is that it's almost like sometimes when I see, I can see something, it messes me up more mm. than when I can't see anything. Yeah. I if you. that makes sense. So to me, um, there's process of, anti- there's times of anticipation where there's a, a season that actually could be for your preparation that you're missing. Yes. Cause you have one, yes. you think it's going to happen only one way. So you can't remove yeah, your, sure. your finger from it. Right, so I remember that time of me driving that forklift in the middle of that in, of the desert, some warehouse somewhere. Um, just being the long, it felt like the longest season of my life. I was restless. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in, in 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 a place of like, man, I'm just so encouraged about what God's going <laughs> to do in my life. It was more like I'm frustrated yeah. that the way that I feel like this should happen is not happening. Yeah, and I think that's actually where most young adults are. Is like you are so fixated on how it should happen that you've lost the hope for even the actual outcome, but you've lost even the ability to be surprised by God. Yeah. I think that's it right there. Oh yeah. my gosh, but that's, oh, this is massive, right? Because Proverbs says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah. And the, the thought of a deference literally means to, to, to take away from its proper place. Mm-hmm. Like I've, defer, I've deferred a payment or I've deferred authority. I've deferred responsibility. It's yeah. no longer my responsibility. So when I take away and, and I remove hope from yes. something, that I should be hoping in, it makes it, it makes sick. my heart sick. It makes my heart restless. It makes my heart anxious. It makes my heart worrisome. It makes my heart want to grasp for control. And I think what happens is we stop hoping in the Lord's ability mm-hmm. and we stop having our hope set on what God can do. And we put our hope in several things. We put our hope in our own preferences. Yeah. We put our hope in our limited perspective of outcomes. We put our hope in con- in our own control. Yeah, for Felipe, sure. I heard you do a funeral one time, right? You, you shared something you said in a funeral once that blew my mind and I actually took it 
and I include it in, in certain contexts, the funeral specifically, like a tragic funeral. <clears throat> where, I did, I, it was my mother-in-law's funeral. Okay. Yes. I remember. Yeah. I, was, I remember being there and it blessed me so much, man. Um, because if ever there's a, an environment where there's hopelessness, yeah. potentially is, is a place in time of death. Right. Yeah. And you said, the Lord is not faithful to your expectations. God is not faithful to your preferences. God is not faithful to your opinions. God is faithful to his word, mm-hmm. right? And like, I wonder if we're driving ourselves to the point of exhaustion yes. because we're yeah. almost, I don't want to say we're demanding because I don't think, I don't think many of our, many of the, of, of our young adults, I don't think the culture specifically has a demand um, as much as a worry to whether or not the Lord will, can actually come through mm-hmm. because this is not your fault. It's, it's just a liability of where you are in life right now. You're just young enough, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're young enough to have big hopes, yeah. but you're young enough to where you haven't had the Lord deliver big for you yet. Yeah, that's right. Good. And, and you don't have the benefit of like someone like me, Psalm 37, 25, I once was young yeah. and now I'm old ish er. right um, i once was young but now i'm old and i've never seen the righteous forsaken come on or his children begging for bread yeah. you don't have the benefit of being 45 years old and having seen the faithfulness yes. of god the last yeah. 20 years yeah. through the span of our young adulthood right where where we walk away from 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 a six-figure family a six-figure salary to go into ministry full-time where we're like man yeah i guess we're gonna have to sell a house i guess we're gonna have to minimize our life yeah. oh shoot did we make the right decision and now almost 20 years later it's like man praise the lord that he that we've seen his faithfulness right and so i think this is this is just a natural component so i just want to talk to you right now who are are walking through a season of the tension of hope and reality where I don't want you to, I don't want you to let the enemy sneak in or even yourself, like allow yourself to, to condemn yourself or be hard on yourself. We you say, what's wrong with me? How come I can't trust God? How come I can't hope God? Yeah. First of all, cause you're human. Number two, you're like you and God are building credit right yeah. now. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Um, and so I think that one of, one of the things that I really want to deliver to you is that like the Lord is faithful to his word. Amen. Right. And, yeah. and something that Diana and I have seen in, in, the, in, the, in <clears throat> walking through the, the, the season of life that you're in right now and walking through that, that stage of our life is that he's absolutely, he, the Lord doesn't care about my whims. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he does, but, but like he doesn't, he, 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 he's not held to my opinion, Yeah, but we have seen him not, we, we've, we, we haven't seen him be faithful to what we thought we wanted. Yes. Cause now that we're like at, on this side of, of that, of that stage, it's like, Shoot, I'm glad he didn't give us what we yeah, wanted. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really mean. grateful. I'm grateful yeah. he didn't give us that. I was gonna say, like in that process, I feel it's a lot of emotional unrest. Mm-hmm. And when you're in emotional unrest, then you can't have hope because you're all over the place. So I think one thing that we do really well in talking about is just your mental health. And we forget that, like, yeah, cry. You're going to be upset that maybe it didn't come out the way you wanted it to come out. Feel it, but then practice letting it go and let God come in. And that's how you align yourself to God's word. And you remember, okay, God's God's not faithful to my whims. He's faithful to his word. Yeah. Yeah. But your emotions are still part of the process and it's okay to feel them. Let them go and come back. Okay, what does God's word say? Which makes me think of like, I mean, it makes me think that maybe some of us are deceived. We think we have hope, but maybe we have false expectations. That's a good word, Felipe. You know, because I've had, my goodness, Cruz, I I never thought I'd be a pastor. 
Mm. I mean, I'm going to be vulnerable and say, I, I always thought I would be um, a business, a business owner. I wanted to have a vineyard somewhere in Mexico, actually. Oh, wow. I, I always wanted to be my dad's right hand, always. Wow. And I always wanted to be really, really wealthy so that I could give to the church. And that's like every person that's called to ministry, that's what they always say. Because <laughs> there's a part of you that loves the church. But then like, yeah, anyway, so that was me. <laughs> so then I remember when the Lord called me and um, I had to tell my dad about mm. the the call of the Lord. Like, hey, dad, I know you plan all this for me, but I'm going to have to step away, right? Um, I remember I thought this would take place, me being in the ministry so many ways. At some point in youth ministry, I thought I would be a part of a youth ministry band that would just have a takeoff song. Mm. At some point, I thought I would be like a, maybe a guy that didn't make it in the ministry, but ended up like making it secularly, mm. singing, right? At some point, right? And yes, when I'm saying at some point, it means that I went through the process of heartbreak, realizing yep. that what I wanted wasn't what the word, that yeah. wasn't the word that, like, that the Lord gave me. Yeah. And then now I've learned that the older that I've gotten, my hand has begun, become more open with that word in terms yeah. of like holding it so tight that I can't even see what's in there. <laughs> that's good. No, that's oh, yeah, good. Absolutely. Because letting it be loose kind of in your hand and allowing the Lord to put his own creativity on it and not us putting it in this box and being disappointed every single time. Like that's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. How many times do you want to be disappointed because you keep putting it in this box? Because people yeah. th- people say, Cruz, Diana, guys, I have I have hope. I got goals. Yeah. Right. It's not the same thing. No. You said false expectations. False expectations. No, I, I think that's incredible. I want to come back to something that Diana said. As as we're starting to, <clears throat> maybe 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 we're we're in a season where we're we're beginning to confront and address the false expectations, or we realize, oh man, like this was not necessarily either a, a well placed hope yeah. or yeah. a healthy Good. or a healthy hope. Um, but now I have to deal with the aftermath of my emotions and yeah. my health and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. I think, I think if we're not careful, we project um, the aftermath or we project the unhealthy emotions of disappointment, um, the unhealthy yeah. dispositions of disillusionment and, and cynicism and yeah. sarcasm and that kind of stuff onto several things. We, we, we project them onto our family. We yeah. project them onto our relationships. We project them onto church, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I remember, I remember studying this months ago um, when we taught to the fullest mm. um, at Culture Night. Which, by the way, shameless plug. Um, go check us out on YouTube. Right? Um, it's a great sermon. But I, I was reading a commentary. No, I was reading a book by a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And he's a great German theologian. He was a theologian and he was a a Christian martyr in Nazi Germany. Anyway, um, talk about someone who was able to give up a personal dream, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a wish dream for a God hope and a God dream, right? And he says this, if you find yourself angry at the community of God, Mm -hmm. if you find yourself angry at the family of God, if you find yourself distancing yourself and being disillusioned with the people of God, be, what you should be looking at first is whether or not you've crushed your wish dream and replaced it with the God dream. Yeah. 
you know? Mm. And I think that's I think that's what happens in our young adult years, right? We grew up with these wish dreams, right? Yeah. We grew up with everyone telling you, yeah, you're going to make it to the NBA. You can, no, be yeah, you can, win. You can yeah. do whatever you want. You're an amazing. You can do it all. Right? And it's just, would be to be an astronaut, by the way, but anyway. But you're right. You grew up with that. Bro, you're right. And 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 then you you come full-fledged head-on collision with reality. Yeah. Right? And it's like, oh my gosh. I was living a wish dream. Yeah. And now I become jaded towards everyone around me Mm -hmm. when if we're gonna deal with it in a healthy way, which I love that you brought that up because we always talk about, hey man, guard it, check, you know, check your heart, all that, but we don't tell them how. Yeah. Like mm. how how do you how do you do that? Like my life is falling apart. I I got the degree. Yeah. And then I got my I got my job. And then and I, I hate, hate it. it. Yeah, it's real like, talk. Like we've we've literally and and we'll let her tell her story, but like Sarah Ponce just joined staff at church, but we walked through that with her last year. Yeah. Uh, where it was like, man, I put my whole identity. Yeah. In, in this, this in this vocation, this job, and I go get what I wanted. And I do what I, who, what I thought or who I thought I was and I hate it. Yeah. I hate how I feel. I hate, I hate what is expected of me. What do I do? And then I love boldness like Diana. She goes, just quit. <laughs> 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 right? No, but, 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 you know, and again, she'll tell her story later, but like, like she goes through a whole season of self-searching, of self-awareness, emotional intelligence, therapy, counseling, godly wisdom, confronting it with honesty. But honestly, I think she had such a, gosh, a beautiful ability to do that. You know, most people don't get a chance to do that. No, I understand yeah, that. And so, I'm not saying that this, that this no, is no, the, I'm the just typical story. That the fact that she was able to do that, <laughs> right. like, what a blessing. But, but, but to, here, look, so I, think, I, think, I think to the point is this, that being able to confront, right, honestly, and say, man, everything that has hurt me because I feel disappointed, it wasn't God. It was a false expectation. Yeah. It was a misplaced confidence. It was it was an unreasonable placement of God has to do this yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. God owes me this. I'm entitled, entitled to this, yeah. right? Um, and so, you know, I, th- I think we're, we, we're probably talking to quite a bit of people who are navigating that right now. Yeah, right now, for sure. Right? Like, like I'm hurt, I'm confused. I just want to be happy yeah. and everything that I thought would make me happy isn't making me happy or yeah. everything I think will make me happy is taking too long to get here. Yeah. What in the world do I do, yeah. right? Um, I believe that the answer for all of that is hope in Jesus. Yes. Come on. Hope in Jesus, in his, his finished work, nothing more, nothing less. I heard somebody say, um, you know, we, we as Christian believers, we believe that... Um, Christ's blood paid for us, mm. right? So we transfer the ownership of our own lives onto the Lord. We're no longer uh, ours, right? Mm. That means that, like, that means that how we end up is on Him. We're His property now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I know that sounds weird. Like, oh, should I not even try? No, no, no. no. <laughs> your relationship with Him is is another thing. But what I'm talking about is the way your life is going to play out is the beauty of that is that you can rest that is in his hands. Yeah. And it's the beauty of of letting go of your life and saying, my life is much better in your hands than it is in mine. Yeah. And, and I, I love the promise good. of, I've been, I've been purchased, mm. no longer mine. So somebody's taking care of me, yeah. you know? And yeah. we fight that as human beings every day. 
And I think we go back into, okay, how do I get there? I can't get there if I'm not in his presence, if I'm not in rest, if I'm not in his word. I can't hear that. If you don't know. Yeah, all I'm going to hear is chaos, noise. Time is passing me by. I don't have a wife. I don't have a husband. I don't have this. It's that I don't have. But when you get in time of rest, time of reflection, time of Jesus and his word, it's like he reminds you that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like you're in his time. You're not in your time. And that gives you that peace. And then the hope starts stirring again. But again, you can't do it all by yourself. You got to get in God's presence. Yeah, I just Googled the scripture because I don't remember exactly where it is, but it's Psalm 119, 165. And it says this, Great peace have those who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. Yeah. Right? And so I think the peace that we're that we're searching for, obviously we think of, we, we teach peace at our church, right? Health, wealth, health, welfare, prosperity, and every mm-hmm. form of good. However, <clears throat> there's also a season where I don't know that I'm, feeling healthy and wealthy and prospered. And I have like every form of good towards me. Now, the peace of God promised to me through Jesus, ultimately I will see health, welfare, prosperity in every form of good. And the truth is in the abundant life that Jesus came to give me, which is not a life that is measured by dollars and cents, that's measured by silver and gold, that's measured by by, by success and Mm -hmm. tangible things. The ultimate health, welfare, prosperity, and every form of good is the fact that when this corruptible body dies, I will put on an incorruptible body. Yeah. When this mortal body dies, yep. I will put on an immortal body through the work of Jesus' resurrection yeah. power. Amen. That that there, this this body, according to 1 Corinthians 15, I said I wasn't gonna get preachy, sorry. This body, <laughs> this, bo- this, this body, which according to 1 Corinthians 15, which is dying. Yeah. Will will have to put, be transformed so that this body which is passing away can actually hold what will last forever. Yeah. Right. That is the ultimate peace we have. However, there is a peace that requires guidance while we're on the earth, mm-hmm. and yeah. while I'm in the meantime and in between time. Right. When I'm like like when, when I'm 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 on point A. I know God is taking me to point Z, but man, I'm, I'm it's 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 a walk, right? Yeah. And so that peace. <clears throat> according to Psalm 119, 165, is found in loving the law of God. Amen. Loving yeah. the word of God and nothing will make me stumble. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean nothing won't won't affect me. It right. doesn't mean everything's gonna be rainbow and roses and butterflies. It means path. it means I will I, I will be affected by it, mm-hmm. but I will not be I will not be caused to stumble mm-hmm. by it. Right. And so what happens? The word of God steps in, offers a perspective offers direction, offers directive, right? Yeah. And the, the psalmist says, I love the law, not just hear the law, yeah. but I love the law of God, the, the the word of God, the promise, the principles of God, watch. And if if I can inf- infer or superimpose 1 Corinthians chapter 13 of law, of love, sorry, then I'm patient with the word of God. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in this for the long game. I love it, yeah. Right? So if I love the word of God, I'm patient. Mm-hmm. At the core of hope is what? Patience, yeah, yeah. right? I have to have a patience of hope, right? I feel like we haven't defined hope well. Mm. I love how Pastor Charles defines it. This is the classic big C definition of hope, which is having a positive expectation of good things to come, things yeah. to come. right? I, I have good. a positive expectation. I, I have a positive expectation that good things are going to happen, right? Mm. So if I love the law of God, if I love the word of God, the word of God causes me to be patient 
in my positive expectation mm-hmm. yeah. of good things to happen. Okay, it's not happening in my timing, but you know what? The word says that God is faithful. He He knows the plans that he has for my life. The word says that God is faithful, that he holds the balance of my hand, of my life in his yeah. hands, right? Um, the word of God, or the, the, the 1 Corinthians 13 says that um, love keeps no record of wrongdoing. You know, uh, there, there's been seasons in my life where I got offended with, mm-hmm. with God. Because in in the short game, he didn't meet my metrics. Yeah. He didn't. And it meet, didn't look like he, he didn't meet my key mm-hmm. performance indicators, yeah. right? But then I look back over my life and I can sing that song. Oh my life, you have been faithful, right? <laughs> right, like yeah. it, you know, it, because I don't know what he's gonna do in my life until I live my life. Yeah, you know, and so it's easy to be like, man, from twenty three to tw- from twenty four to or from twenty two to twenty three and a half. God hasn't been faithful. It's like, dude, you haven't given yourself long enough. Yeah. To see the faithfulness of God. Yeah. And even in that time, like he is being faithful in it, but it might not be like you said. (laughs) It might not look it might not look like you want it. Like um, my testimony being, gosh, when we first started full-time ministry, Cruz is in full-time ministry. Um, I still have a full-time job, job, like outside. A job, job. <laughs> and so I remember when that transition was happening, um, I heard the Lord say, um, you are going to be the primary sustainer of your house. While he steps into full time ministry, God for sugar mamas. And That's so, all I'm going to say. Racks on racks. <laughs> and on, at that point, what a hundred years ago, I was totally fine with it because I also heard him say, "When it's your turn, it'll be your turn." Yeah. yeah. So I held on to that hope. Right. Fast forward, I think it was at like the ten year mark. It still wasn't that. I still yeah. wasn't in yeah. full time ministry, and I threw a fit. I cried. I was like, God, you forgot about me. I'm, I've been faithful. I've been here and I'm still not where you promised me. And as I kept living, well, thank can, God. Can, can uh-huh. we park there real quick? Because now I I want us to be able to celebrate where you are today appro- appropriately by understanding what you've been through yeah. and how you went through it. I remember not you not just being disappointed, but you being um, all, like, like almost, I don't want to say salty, but it put a tension between me and you, mm-hmm. right? Can we talk about that? I mean, Cruz is always going to spill it all, so go. <laughs> hey, there's <laughs> only one way to be. Right? No, yeah, no, yeah. no, because like, I, think, I think it helps, Diana. Like, I want a pastor in my life that's going to tell me, you know what? There was a season where I was jealous of my wife because she was, she was living her dream and I wasn't. She was out there and, and, I could, and I could see what God was doing and I was waiting for my time. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? I, like, I don't I, want to use the word jealous because I don't no, feel well, like I, I don't was mean there, to be but jealous, salty, you know what I'm yes. Yeah. I was upset because God, I'm like, you said, and it's not like it was a week. It wasn't like no, two months. It was a Dude, decade. Dude, this was 10 it years was a like, of faithfulness and like he's doing whatever he wants to do and I am like working out there in the field just Putting helping, some food in my yeah, <laughs> helping people live, rushing to like church just to make it on yeah. time because I I love I want to be there right and so um, I remember I threw my pity party for a little bit um, probably like a year <laughs> yeah like it took me a minute I'm not gonna lie guys it took me a long time of repenting of like just going back and forth with the Lord like what does that mean and um what he spoke to me, he's like, if you would look up and look around, you would know that you're in ministry right now. Wow. And I didn't see it. Why? Because the Lord started moving things in my job to where it was so flexible for me, um, to where I was able to have counselings like during my day when I would come to church. Like I had people like that wanted to talk to me. Like I wasn't invisible. The Lord That's was good. already making a way and moving yeah. things around for me. And I'm like, you know what, God, I'm. So 
so sorry. I put such a limit on him that in that time I held myself back. Yeah, but, but I would say you, we also get in trouble with hope because that's a beautiful picture. Like you said, I held on to that word, what he said. It'll be your time soon. And I think when we get in trouble is when we start trying to bring it down and define it somehow. Yes. Adding attributes or timelines into the hope or the word that the Lord gave us to somehow feel closer to it. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's like we try to pull it down before right. it's before it's time. And I think I would say the biggest, at least in my experience with young adults, the biggest enemy of a young adult right now in their hope is a timeline. Yes. Is is like, well, it, it's already been, it's exactly. already been right. 10 years, right? Yes. It's like, right. I thought it would be 10 years. We always, we always like to tell ourselves, well, maybe next year. Well, maybe yes. next year. Right? <laughs> and, and I remember, I don't know who says this quote, but you, you probably heard it multiple times. Young people underestimate what they can do in 10 years, but overestimate what they can do in one year. For sure. And that's been the story of my life. I'm 30 years old now. And I look back at my life and I can see God all over it. Yeah. But it, it, it looks nothing like, <laughs> if I were to draw it, like when I was 10 years ago, 20 years old, it, it's not even a, a Yeah, I think, I think but, but, but to, yeah, to your good. point, right? To your point, and I love what you said that like when, when, when the revelation of hope came. Yeah. Um, and you gave yourself enough time to rest, which I think, okay, I want to come back to what you said about underestimating, overestimating what you can do in a specific amount of time. Um, but what you said was, man, I was, I gave myself the opportunity to address my feelings, yeah. be honest with God, allow the word of God mm -hmm. to align me and direct me. Right. Yeah. That's literally what Psalm 119, 165 is saying. I have great peace because I love the law of God. I'm going to align with it and nothing, not even my own feelings, yes. not even my, my own timelines mm -hmm. or failed timelines, or it took this long or too long, not even the, the criticisms of people around us. Like, mm. why don't you have your own church already? Exactly. And why don't you do yeah. this already? And why the don't you have a be out there? Yeah, yeah, you the know, yeah for real. Uh -huh. You know, which by, the, which by the way, people will always have opinions yeah. and something to say about your calling. Please don't confuse their words with God's word. Yeah, please don't. Sure. Please don't sound the same. Don't. It's not the same. Right. Let, let, let's just, okay, this is classic, like classic preacher quote on Easter or like when they're talking about the Passion Week, the same people who will say Hosanna, For Hosanna sure. will be the same people who say crucify, crucify him. Yeah. Right. They'll Every be the same people. Time. <laughs> It'll be the same people, man. That's don't, sure. don't like be careful with those voices. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyways, <clears throat> but it's not about not having those feelings. It's not about not having yeah, that tension. Come. It's about not allowing them to stumble because my mind is stayed on Jesus. Mm -hmm. My heart is for the word of God. And at the end of the day, my feelings may be my feelings, but my spirit is governed by the word. Yeah. And I think right? in that time of like tension and struggle, the Lord took out impurities in me that I didn't even know were in there. Yeah. Right. He like washed me. I was like, Lord, search my heart, like Beautiful. cleanse me. And in that time, I was like, oh, shoot. I didn't know I had that. That's I'm like, beautiful. oh, thank you, Father. I wasn't ready for that. That's beautiful. And now I can walk in that and faithfully say, God, I'm so thankful. Even now, I'm not employed full time, but God has been so. But you're like in full time ministry. But I, I can. I you're working like you're hey, full time. Where can we send an offering? Where can, can we send you an offering? We'll God, put your cash app in, I, the, I, in the caption. <laughs> all I can say is that God has been faithful. But if I wouldn't have stopped to allow the Lord to yeah. search my heart, I don't think I would be here. And that's my point too what Felipe was saying earlier, which is you, we, we overestimate what we can do in 10 years. We underestimate what we can do in one year. Right. And in that, what we fail to observe 
is that when the Lord speaks, I'm, 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 you know, I'm very, very, um, I'm very engaged in studying eternity mm. and studying the, the eternity and the eternal nature of the Lord. Right. Um, and one of the things that, I, that you're going to hear me say a lot, because I'm studying a lot, studying, studying it a lot right now is that like you and I always have to hope for if and when, mm-hmm. right? We have to, because we are constrained by time, right? So everything that we ever will be, we are becoming. So everything yes. that I will be in my time of tension yeah, yeah, is yeah. coming. That's literally what becoming is. Who I be is coming, yeah. right? Okay. However, in, in, in the infinite wisdom and essence of Yahweh, of the Lord, there is no if and when with him. Everything is now, right? And so <clears throat> what I need to understand is that the moment he spoke it, it he was. was. The moment he spoke it, it was. So everything that you ever will be has always been. However, it has to become, mm-hmm. right? And the becoming doesn't depend it's on God. The on. becoming doesn't, de- doesn't depend on God. The becoming de- depends on me and whether or not I will come to yes, what he says I will be. Does that's that make so sense? Good. Right? You got to yield. Sorry. You, you, have to, you have to yield to the word. And that's so what the good. word says. Is The word says, come, yes. come and you'll be. Ooh. Come and you'll be. Come and you'll be, right? Yeah. And so like, what? what, what it, let me pause. What a beautiful invitation to like get to know God better. Yes. In that time. Yeah, oh no, uh, absolutely, right? Beautiful. So so you and I have, have an opportunity to say, Lord, I'm going to trust not only that when I get there, I'll be that, but that on my way, I'm becoming yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. That's what so it bad. is, right? And so we underestimate the power of transformation, the power of molding and yes. shaping, the power of convicting and cleaning and pruning from, awesome. our, from here to there. We yes. underestimate that, right? Yeah. Completely underestimate that. And I think if, if we look close and we would just pause again, I would have great peace and great rest knowing if he said it, it's established. God is not a man that he should lie. Yeah. No, the son of man that he should change his mind. He is not slack concerning his promises. If he said it, He's it'll be. Do it. If he Amen. said it, it's recorded in the annals of heaven. If he said it, he's held accountable to it. In the book of Jeremiah, I'm preaching, says he looks over his word to fulfill it. Yeah. Right? So if he's, he spoke a word in you, Thank you right? Father. So my heart is this, man, Lord, I love your word. I love you. I trust you. Yes. I see my circumstances. I see my contradictions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see my tensions. I see, where I'm at. <laughs> I see my difficulties. Uh-huh. But you know what? I'm not going to let those things make me stumble. I'm aware of them. Yeah. But I also understand that your word is doing something on the inside of me. And the Bible says that he sent his word to heal them, deliver them, and save them from their own destruction. Yeah. I need the word of God. Because why? I'll destroy myself on my own wisdom. Yeah. I'll yeah. shipwreck my destiny. Yeah. I will completely, completely destroy the God dream because I'll chase the wish dream based off of my own words. Yeah. Right, but the scripture says you won't stumble. Not only will you not stumble, you have great peace. Another another synonym or another use for 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 peace there is you'll have great rest. Mm. You'll have great rest when you understand and you love and you're patient with the word. Yeah, you align with God's word. You trust God's word. You put His words word first. Work. Right. Go read First Corinthians thirteen three three through seven, and that's what love is. I'm not going to seek my own. Mm-hmm. I, I love your word. I'm going to seek your word first before I seek my own. 
You see what I'm saying? Love never fails. Love de- is determined. It perseveres. It prevails. It's 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 grit in action, right? Anyway, so I'm getting a little too I chatty. Just, I just want to well, uh, I just want to say with everything that you're saying, I love that that imagery of becoming. Let's make it very clear: the Lord is after your becoming yes. more than He's after what you're going to yes. do. Yes. And all of For us sure. think about the things that we're going to get to do, the fruit of our lives. But the Lord, His one agenda is in your becoming. Yes. It is who you are, who are you growing to, who you're maturing to become. Because the ultimate goal of the Lord is to turn you into a little Jesus. Yeah. Into the image of His Son. Yes. And I think sometimes we miss the process. We miss the, yes. the becoming. Yeah. Or we miss that it's happening. Yes. <laughs> That's you, exactly it. You, yeah. you don't yes. think it's happening, but it's happening. Yes. You're becoming. <clears throat> yes. But you're looking for you're looking for a final yes. fruit, whatever. That, that reminds me of what Bishop Jake says. Like as you're becoming, as he's working, like he's an ambidextrous God. He, he always says ambidextrous, that. Ambidextrous, yes. Yeah. He, even though like he has his right hand working over here, his left hand is doing something else. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He right? has the same power in both hands. Hands. So both hands are working. So just because you're becoming doesn't mean that the Lord isn't already at work in your future. Like That's he's got word. you on both hands. He's working yeah, so the same way. So take good inventory of your life. Take That's good, good inventory. That's a good That's word. amazing. That's and that's, that's what's happened to me. All of a sudden, I um, I mean, I'm, I'm 30 now. At, at 28, I developed a love for, for to see a young adult culture emerge in, in our church. 2019 or 18, whenever that was. And it wasn't, I didn't know it was in me, but he was working it in me. Yep. Absolutely. And all of a sudden I loved doing this thing so much and we don't, we're built, we're building, we're doing something and I never expected, but now I can't imagine my life without it. That's exactly right. Now we're besties. Right. We're besties. <laughs> but I was becoming, I was yeah. becoming something when I thought yeah. I was after something. I didn't realize what he was doing all along. Right. Come on. Right. But he's after my becoming. Right. And you know, I, I hope that, I hope that you guys are able to, I hope that all of us, <laughs> not just y'all. We're perfect, hope, yeah. y'all. We're still living. <laughs> We're good. I hope, I'm I hope, still living. I hope that all of us give ourselves the the opportunity for that, right? To be able to to be surprised and be just like, um, pl- I think that the, that's the word surprise. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was that. I thought I was this all along and I didn't know I was this. Yeah. But God did. You know, yeah. like, oh my, oh my goodness. God I did. did. But God hope. did. <laughs> I love that. Man, that should encourage somebody. Yes. There's so much more inside of you than you know. It's so, so keep much digging. More. But so you need to more. yield. You need to let, you need to let the Lord do his thing. Yeah. And be patient, but also have rest in it. Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't be deceived <clears throat> by, by false expectations. Or timelines. Have hope. Yes. Yeah. And the one who gave you the word. No, this Amen. is, this is a good conversation. I, th- I think we can end the conversation with this thought. You know, I love, I love the handles. You know, I love to give handles. I love to give you guys something and give us all something to just chew on, meditate, put in our pocket, pull it out when we feel a little low or a little down, a little discouraged, whatever the case may be. Personally, I'll share my, my story. Um, I was, I'm, I'm reading through the book of Psalms right now. And um, I'm, I was on Psalm 33 and it's an incredible, it's inc- Psalm 33 is awesome. And it's one of my favorite Psalms. <clears throat> and it's, you know, I got to the point where it's like, the Lord is my inheritance. The Lord is my portion in him will I trust. The yeah. Lord will not deceive me. He will not abandon me. And he just goes, you know, on these confessions, these strong confessions of faith, but he ends the scripture. He ends the Psalm with this. And your mercy and loving kindness will be given to me in proportion to my hope in you. Jeez. Psalm 33. Yeah, Psalm 33 verse 22. And it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, oh my gosh, God's mercy and loving kindness, Jeez. which when you, when you study that, it's his loyalty. 
It's his faithfulness. It's his goodness. It's his favor. It's his grace. It's his character, right? His innate goodness, right? Um, He gives that to me, but I only receive it in proportion to my hope, Yeah, right? And I thought, whoa, Holy Spirit, why is this jumping out at me? And then the and then Holy Spirit really just gave me some gentle nudges and correction, you know, when, when you get corrected lovingly. And I just felt the Lord whisper just, you know, Cruz, you live with a lot of plans mm. and you live with a lot of strategy. Mm. And Cruz, you stay dreaming, but you also stay scheming. And I just want to remind you that in all your plans and your processes and in all of your in all of your strategies and your schemes, you have to make room for hope because you have a well-planned life. You have a well-schemed life, but I don't know that you're living a hopeful life. The Lord just ministered to me this week. That's amazing. And it's not the same thing. And Diana will tell you, I was, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been, first of all, I repented because I don't want to ever not need Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever want to live my life in a way where I, I have figured it out. I've cracked the code and I no longer need God, right? But secondly, I don't, it made me so sad, right? It made me so sad that, man, in, in my everyday living, I preach, I like in my, in, in my career, in my profession, I preach hope. But as I look at this, as I scan my life, everything, everything that I'm, that I'm, that I'm stretching for, I can tell you how I can get it. Mm. And, it, yeah. and it, it freaked me out, you guys. And I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. And, and I just felt the Lord say this to me, Cruz, I just want to show you my goodness. And I want to show you my faithfulness. You're very faithful to me, yeah. but you're not making room for you to see my faithfulness to you. Yeah. Self-efficiency, yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I, you and I have been talking about this mm-hmm. for months where the Lord has been pushing me like, Cruz, give me something to bless. Give me something to bless. And I just keep wanting, Lord, keep bless prime culture. Bless abundant church. Bless what we're working on. And he just kept saying, no, 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 no. You give me something to bless. You, no, you tell me what you're hoping for. What's in your heart. Tell me and I'll give me something to show you my goodness. No, no, no. I want to be good to you. And for some reason, somewhere in there, and I'm just processing real time with you guys and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not like. This is amazing. Um, I think that, I, I think that for me, it was, it's easy to tell the Lord, bless something that, isn't ne- that, that I'm a steward of because I don't know that I want to be disappointed for something that's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? And it's easy for me to say, Lord, bless them and bless their family and bless our pastors and bless our church. But I got mine. I, I, I can handle mine. I, I don't know that I want to be disappointed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I've just been really challenged. I've been really, really challenged um, the last week and a half to two weeks on, I have to make room for hope. Yeah. This is why I'm restless. This is why I'm anxious. This is why I feel like, you know, how am I going to do this when it's like, I don't have to, you know? And so I'm sharing that story to say that I, I don't have it. I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out, mm-hmm. but, I'll, but I'll tell you what, the last, the last week and a half, like 10 days, because I, I think it happened on a Monday. So it's been about like eight or nine days. Um, I've been, I've just simply been saying, Lord, I'm, I'm going to. And I'm just like, I know there are things that I don't know how to ask them for you, ask them 
uh, of you yet, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm, I'm going to be, I, I promise I'm going to hope yeah. I, I am, I am, I'm going to be hopeful. And I've, and I've, I've felt as divine rest. Like I'm, I've, I've felt clarity. I felt like that. Dan will tell you, like when I'm healthy, I'm very in tune emotionally hmm. when I'm healthy. And so I'm very sensitive right now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, very, I'm very happy. Yeah, there was about two weeks ago where yeah. we were both kind of just like off and then we came and we started talking and the Lord had already been talking to me about that. Like, why don't we hope? Yeah. And it was for both of us. Just differently, the Lord yeah. had been speaking to the same, the same word. Like, why don't you hope for more? And I'm like, I don't know. Why I don't, don't know I? Why. But, I'll t- but, I, but I can tell you, I know why I've, I've been so tired. Yeah. Because I haven't been hoping. I haven't, I haven't placed a hope where I can... I can say only God could have done this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We saw the goodness of God, the loyalty and the faithfulness of God. And so um, maybe maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll say this is what we're hoping for, you know, as, as we clarify it. Um, but I feel now with real sincerity that I'm not deferring my hope to prime culture because that's what I was doing. I was deferring hope that God wanted me to have for me and my family and me and my house. And I was taking, I said, no, I'm going to give it to something else. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad my heart didn't get sick. Yeah. Because there is such a thing where he'll bless something that you told him to bless, but you never hoped for your own. And now you become the older son in the prodigal story. Yeah. You know, and your heart is sick. And so I'm glad the Lord corrected that. But I want you to know that you're a big part of what we hope for. All of our young adults, you know, your families, your future, your dreams, your, your hearts, your spirit, your walk with Jesus. We hope big in that because there's nothing that like we're so ill-equipped to, <laughs> to even make a difference, but all we can do is point you to the source of hope. Amen. Um, and maybe just the last thought and then you guys can chime in. How do we hope? Well, well for me, Hebrews six nineteen is, is the standard. Um, you read Hebrews six, the Lord is establishing and, and pretty much setting himself as an authority. I, I, I can keep my vow. I give you my oath and my vow. Um, and Hebrews 6, 19 says, and we have this as an anchor for our soul. We have this hope Amen. as an anchor for our soul. And so what's the hope that you have that anchors your soul is the fact when you read 6, 14 and 15 uh, through 19, it's that not that he did keep his word, but that he could keep his word. Amen. The fact that Jesus could make the difference that he said he would. The fact that Jesus could heal you, the fact that Jesus could make everything brand new, the fact that Jesus could make a way when there's no way, Amen. the fact that Jesus won't, you know, he could be, he won't leave you. He could be faithful. That should anchor your soul. Amen. That should keep us from just drifting away in the waves and the, and the tide of life. Right. Um, so I encourage you to do that. Do, do that. Do that over the next couple of days. Really do make an inventory of your spirit and your soul and say, have I made room for hope? Amen. And, or, or, or is this why I've been so restless and so anxious? And, you know, um, and I pray, I pray that as you begin to hope and put your hope in Jesus, the fact that Jesus could be who he said he would be. Um, I pray that Psalm chapter three is fulfilled in your life, that the Lord becomes a shield about you. He becomes your glory and he becomes a lifter of your head. Amen. That you don't, that you don't live your life in, in a hopeless exhaustion, Amen. you know, in, in, a, in a hopeless, weary place. Place, Yeah. So Amen. I think hope gives us rest for our soul. Yes. Amen. Amen. Selah. Amen. Anything you guys want to add to that? Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't mean to get all, you know, but this is real. Like we we don't minister from a place of theory. We don't, we're, we're like, yeah, we're, we're, sure. we're sharing what we're walking through. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, we're sharing what we're walking through, man. For and, sure. uh, just pray, but will you pray? We haven't prayed on, on the, uh, like for them yet. We yeah. haven't prayed for, for our, our crew yet. Will you pray for us? Yeah. Yeah. Before we end. Amen. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this beautiful conversation. Thank you that your spirit is here even tangible across electronic devices and, and cars and headphones all across. We thank you, Jesus, that you're ministering to your, to your children right now and reminding them that you are a man who is worth putting our hope in. Father, we thank you for the word that you've given us. Thank you, Father, that you give us tools to protect that word from lies, from, from being hurt, from being broken. Thank you, Lord, that our hearts, if they're sick, that you can restore them. And fathers, if, if our hearts are in a good place, help us keep them that way. Father, you will not lie. You keep your promises. And we thank you today for young adults all across that you will, if they haven't in a while, that you will give them an ability to hope again right yes. here, right now. Thank you that um, that your ideas, your your plan, your purpose for our lives is better than our even our mind can even imagine. We thank you that our, our lives are really truly better in your hands. Yes, thank you. So right now, if there's a decision to be made across any anyone listening to my voice, I pray that in this moment they make a decision to give back their lives to you. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful and you will you will finish the good work that you started in all of us. We are becoming something. Remind us today that that the finished product is amazing and we're on our way. Um, I pray for rest. I thank you that this hope that anchors our soul will also give us rest in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, we got tears in our eyes and hope in our hearts. <laughs> um, hey, I didn't do it at the beginning of the of the podcast, but first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone who is faithfully listening and watching. Um, if if you haven't already, do us a favor, just hit us, hit the subscribe button, turn on the bell notification on YouTube if you rock with us on YouTube or on Apple or Spotify. Leave us a rating; it really helps us. You know, I mean, we really believe in this message, and it helps us get the message across to. As many people that are looking for it, you know, we want this to, you know, not, not just, you know, people who come to church with us, but like, we want this to just pop up on someone's, you know, recommendation or suggestions or whatever, and just have them stumble into a message that'll give them hope and rest. Right. So help us out with that. Um, mark your calendar. June 23rd is culture night. That's good. And it's going to be phenomenal. Um, I can't wait to share the thought that the Lord has put in my heart, um, where we're going to keep talking about rest and Jesus's invitation to rest. And I think that if you know people who need, need rest in their life, you should do everything you can to bring them to church, to bring them to the podcast, to just get this word in their life. Okay, let's be missionaries, right? Let's live on mission. And what's our mission? Our mission is to bring Jesus. people to Jesus and let him do what only he can do. Amen. Um, and I'll tell you something else I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a full room for CultureCon, everybody. At CultureCon, yes. August 10th, 11th, and 12th. Go actually, register. I, you know, actually, I'm not even hoping for a full room. I'm hoping that we're going to be able to celebrate with 501 saints of God, the faithfulness of God, and we're going to sing songs of worship and hope and faith, and God's going to do something where heaven meets the earth, Amen. and it's going to be phenomenal. Amen. And this is why you should be in the room. So make sure you go register for Culture Conference. August 10th through the 12th. It's at this, you can register at thisculturecon.com. 
or the link is in our bio at this prime culture on Instagram. So, Hey, we love you. Thank you so much for being a part of this movement, part of this conversation. We can't wait to be back with you in a bit. We'll see you at culture night. Love you. Love you. Peace.